The Movie Hour, episode 95, August 5th, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello all, hello all. You have successfully tuned in to the Ray Liotta's Birthday Bonanza Movie Hour. We have a super special show for you today. Super special. I am, of course, Greg Maloney, the host of our illustrious little show here, and it's my birthday today. Yay! Happy birthday, Happy Greg. Happy birthday! Uh, yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. We have a scheduled a little bit of a family reunion for this uh, special event. We have, oh, of course, our usual genius, James, my brother. Welcome back, James. How's it going? It's going well, obviously. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a real treat for the first time ever recorded in history, my sister Michelle. Welcome to the movie hour, sis. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and so excited. Right, right. I'm, I'm sure the studio doesn't look exactly as you expected. It's pretty impressive, huh? I, I'm, I'm really amazed at you know how you guys keep those interns just running on right, the shows right. all the time. And you may have yeah. noticed that you are the only female in the building, and that's because we have a rule uh, actually etched in stone in the archway on the way in saying no girls allowed. But we made an exception today because it's my birthday. Like I had a birthday wish that trumped the rules. <laughs> so that's how you got in today. I noticed the, well, uh, the surrounding staff seems to be in a much better mood. I don't know if that has something to do with Jeff not being here <laughs> or what. but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jeff's not in his SM, S&M gear running around hitting people. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Jeff, you may be asking yourself uh, where my protege Jeff is and uh, wonder no longer he's not here. So we were trying to arrange for some like satellite time so we can beam him in, but we'll see if he can get in like mid-show. We'll see if that happens. Um, but I, I really actually – we have to go through uh, – some basic things here, Michelle, actually, that we've run everybody through. Uh, actually, we need to do oh, this okay. with Jim P. Uh, before we begin, I just have a few things to ask you. This is just common practice. Um, uh-huh. All the podcasts do it. So uh, let's just uh, get them out of the way really quick. First question we have to ask everybody that's on the show with us. How many Netflix movies do you stream a week? Ooh. Because, uh, uh, hmm, yeah. That's a tough one. Uh, yeah, maybe like one a week. Maybe possibly. like one. You do. You do. What have disc plan are you on? I do. What do you use? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm signed up for the two disc plan, Ooh. and then I, I then, yeah, then I supplement it with streaming. Uh, there is the occasion where I go in like the diehard, you know, like evening where I have to like stream as many diehard movies as I can get my hands on, that kind of thing. But <laughs> that's funny. So that, that's like, like diehard isn't just hardcore, but you meant diehard is <laughs> literally. <you> <laughs> right. No, the literal diehard movies. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have like a marathon night, you know, where I have to see is, more than one movie at once. Yeah. Get as much violence in as possible. I understand. Exactly. I know exactly yeah. how you feel. I know exactly. You can only hear yippee kaye. You know, like you can't get enough of that. You just have right. to hear it as right. much as possible. Second question. This is out of three, by the way. So think about each one. They're important. Okay. Do you have any particular actor or actress that you would claim as your own? Uh, hmm. Or any uh, that you'd like us to just assign to you because we do that. <laughs> <laughs> and by oh, the way, oh, I see. ones that have already been picked. So, <laughs> so, so Greg can say your guy. So and so. Right, 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 right. And um, somehow, yeah, no, well, you know, you're best friends with James Brolin. And you don't know how. I don't see. 
It's your guy. Josh Brolin, sorry. See, I don't even know his yeah, name. Say, he's my want, guy. James, James Brolin, I don't know if he's alive, but he's available. So, <laughs> uh, My guy. Uh, Johnny Depp, I'm a big fan of Johnny Depp, so you could say my guy, Johnny Depp. You know, like, I, I would take him. Okay. I don't think we've yeah, assigned him yet. He has not been assigned yet. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I'm not – yeah, I don't really have one person, so – we need to get like Billy or one of the other interns on that get a database yeah. going. Let's, yeah. Let's right. get signed. Or I filled out an app for a different guy a long time ago, and I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know what the hell's going on. It's backlogged. It's a serious backlog. We'll have to get I'm claiming we'll get. Mark Strong, damn it. That better get through the system. <laughs> He's all over the place. He's all over the place. The bad guy in Sherlock Holmes, the bad guy in Robin Hood, the bad guy in something yeah, else. Yeah, popping up in bad guys. Yeah, He's also in Rock and Rolla. We talked about that. Anyhow, um, okay. last question. Hmm? This one's pretty important. This is like interview. You're sitting at a job interview question. This is the make or break it. Yeah. Okay. What do you bring to the show that the rest of us cannot provide? Mm, that's a good question. Sobriety well, is know. an acceptable answer. Uh, but I'm drinking right now. Yes. I like it. I like it. Uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, maybe the female perspective, you know. But I did notice the other day I was looking through my collection to, like, you know, try to pull out some movies for a gathering of friends and realizing we, we really have no, like, chick flick movies in our library at all. So <laughs> I don't know how much of a female perspective, in quotes, mm. I can provide. But I don't know. I'll do my best. You do have, um, like, obviously people don't know that much about you, but you have a, uh, a couple of uh... – daughters and i'm sure you have a sea of family movies running around yes and some yes, of those, some those are borderline too. chick flicks you like i i almost put them together as one i sort of have a pretty broad brush but uh yeah i think those could sort of some of them could count i'm trying to think of like a a movie that's like also a kid animation movie that's a chick flick but i can't one doesn't come to mind Maybe uh, yeah. bambi bambi's totally a chick flick totally yeah right, Jim, right? In the fog, lady in the tramp maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah, Lady in the Tramp could come. Sure. That could work. Maybe. We have that. We have that. Um, yeah, I I just wanted to make sure they get out those of the way. That's very important. Those are some good answers. We're going to look through them, make sure, like, compare them to past uh, past people that have come on come on to the show and make sure that you're you're on the level here. But for now, we're going to continue. <laughs> we'll keep you All along. Right. And uh, right, we'll for see now. if you can keep good. up because we move pretty fast here. So uh, let's let's see how we do. I'll try. Okay, one second. I think you're right. Yeah, Billy, hold on, Billy. So Billy's saying that we have Jeff on the line. Jeff is actually, we've gotten some satellite time. Jeff is here with us joining live. Um, Jeff, can you hear me? Yes, yes. First off, who is this Billy guy? What happened to Danny? Oh, Danny, yeah. Danny actually had a pretty tragic accident. Um, Not only is he no longer with us, I think he's also in prison and in, like, the hospital. So... Yeah, don't bring up Danny anymore on the show. But All right, well, listen, I, I don't like the Billy guy too much, but speaking of the prison and the hospital, I need somebody to come pick me up at Destiny. It's called Destiny, and it, it's it's not exactly a rehab facility, but listen, just come pick me up. I'm, I'm wearing a black hoodie. I'm, like, a mile outside the entrance. So it, it, it's not what it sounds like. Can you just please come get me? Uh, well, what state what are you in? <laughs> What's He's in state? Springfield. I'm not drunk. That's what you're bringing up. I'm not drunk, okay? <laughs> it means state of mind. Uh, right, Jeff. Jeff, we'll make sure to send a car for you as soon as we can. But for the for the meantime, will send you? Uh, we're about to. Kid, s- useless. He put me at home. 
30 seconds. He has no idea who I even am. What did you tell him? The screen calls. <laughs> uh, we're about to start the Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla, Jeff, so uh, bear with us, and you can uh, you can play along when we get to that, too. Uh, just second favorite segment. <laughs> the second favorite segment, Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla. First on the topic, the British paper The Sun is reporting that Daniel Day-Lewis has signed on to play Professor Moriarty in the sequel to Sherlock Holmes. Guy Ritchie's untitled sequel will also feature Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, Rachel McAdams, blah, blah, blah. Is it just me, or does Daniel Day-Lewis seem a little out of place here? I think it's great. <laughs> I think this is really cool. <laughs> because Daniel Day-Lewis is attached to this? Yeah. He does seem out of place, but I think it's, I mean, it's an old English book, right? It's right up his alley. He, he does that shit all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won his Oscar. What does he care now? Like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Give me, give me, give me them dollars, dollars. That's, he's fine with it. <laughs> By the way, Jeff, I don't know if you. Yeah, which, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. needs a ride as well. If you wouldn't mind, um, you know, just an extra seat. <laughs> I think he's we'll have room right now. Friend of yeah, the show, well, Robert Downey Jr. He and, I, he and I had a little bit of a falling out, and I would like to make it up to him. We're, we're bringing Greg's Geo, so not too many people, please. Oh, right, right. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Michelle, you know Jeff, Jeff Michelle. She is on yeah. the show. She actually, um, this is sort of weird, she's replacing you for today. So oh, that is awkward. That uh, is yeah, I wouldn't say replace. I can, no one can replace Jeff. She is trying, though. She's drinking. I am drinking. <laughs> well, good. That's the, you learned the secret to my success. <laughs> Michelle, what's your thoughts? Uh, Dante Lewis, latest newest Sherlock Holmes movie? Well, uh, you know, they do need someone with some weight to play against you know, Robert Downey Jr. Because otherwise he just, like, you know, steals the show. But, uh, you know, in that same article they were talking about Brad Pitt being rumored. And that would have been cool. Like, I really would have wanted to see that if that, they could have pulled that off. But you know, da, you know, Daniel Day Lewis, he's he's a pretty decent actor. I mean, he's no Brad <laughs> <Sorry>. Pitt. But... <laughs> right. I was about oh, to say, so you're Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt and Jude Law. Sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Jude Law, Robert Downey Jr., soon to be Daniel Day Lewis and Rachel McAdams. This thing's going to make billions of dollars. Yeah. It just seems. It seems like Daniel Day-Lewis should at least be in a movie that's going to be in the Oscar running for some category. Right. It or not make like a this, lot of money. Like, this is right. guaranteed to be his highest grosser of all time, even before it starts. At, at least he should, he should maintain his integrity by not making money. <laughs> <laughs> he should, like, donate a salary to a charity or something. Who knows? Maybe he is. Maybe he is. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. It'll be, I heard Stephen Baldwin needs money. <laughs> Restore Stephen Baldwin dot org or is it? I don't remember. Uh, it's right. com. <laughs> Second topic of the Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla. For all those that care, the soon-to-be Jack Ryan movie starring Chris Pine has found its director. Uh, Jack Bender, known for his directing in the Lost TV series, is reported to be JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams' head honcho for the unnamed project. Bender hasn't directed a movie since Child's Play three. <laughs> I'm sensing some good things here. <laughs> What did this even get on the radar? I don't even remember them talking about this. <laughs> this has been on, this has been going on for a while. The Jack Ryan reboot project has been. So Chris, Chris Pine, Pine is going to be on. the new Jack Ryan. Yeah, this is like six months ago he signed on to this, so it's sort of like old old news there. But I just want to. I know we haven't discussed it on the podcast, so first I guess we'll send it Jeff's way. Jeff, Chris Pine, you're not your father's Star Trek actor. Coming back <laughs> as Jack Ryan. What do you think? Uh, Chris Pine's not exactly my my father's uh, Alec Baldwin either, right? He was, he was 
Ryan. He was. Yep. <laughs> yep. You even got the right ball. Good God. job. Good, good work. Good yeah. Work. <laughs> the joke wasn't very good, and it hinged on that entire thing to be not terrible. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Chris Pine. Uh, at least it's not Hayden Christensen. I'm really glad to see that he doesn't have a career still. He's in a movie like that's gangster. coming up, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I forget. Like gangster, whodunit, not a whodunit, but like a like break-in, make yeah, money. a heist yeah, movie. Whatever. It's called um, The Takers. Yeah, well, it's going to fail. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Michelle, female perspective, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to fill Harrison Ford's shoes. So or Ben Affleck for that It's going to be a tough road for or Ben Affleck. <laughs> Seriously. I totally forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Some of all fears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that could have been like the first reboot of this whole thing, really. Yeah. I mean, because there's quite a, l- you know, a lull between those two. So this is kind of the second reboot of the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of lukewarm about it. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. It'll be like forever. James, rebooting the Jack Ryan series, do you give a shit? Not particularly. I was looking at the synopsis, and it's about, like, working for some Russian guy. Is this even based on one of the books, or are they just making up their own shit now? Dude, I don't know, man. Tom Clancy just, like, shits out books. Like, no, this I is based know. on one of the video games. <laughs> what video games? <laughs> it probably yeah. is. Right, right. Uh, last but not least, a little bit of billboarding. The other guys starring Will Ferrell and Marky Mark as a comic cop pairing comes out this weekend. Does anybody care? And we'll start with Jeff. Me again? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, uh, when it comes to Will Ferrell, I think I've made my views known pretty well. I'm damn sick of him. Um, Mark Wahlberg's pretty funny, though, and um, I don't know. I'm definitely not going to go see this movie. I I will tell you that. There is a 0.0% chance of me getting to the theater to see this movie. That I mean, I don't know. When it's out on uh, Netflix streaming, if I'm bored and drunk, Night, which let's, let's be honest, pretty pretty likely. Uh, I I might watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> James, what do you think? Will are you, I know we've talked Will Ferrell. I'm I'm a decent Will Ferrell fan, and I'm I'm pretty pumped to see this. Like I, uh, in terms of what's out in theaters, this is my next up. I would see this movie. I've seen a lot of movies that are currently out, and this would be the next one on there. Marky Mark in his, his comic snarky roles has actually been pretty funny, and I know he plays the straight guy in this, but. I think I think it'd be good with. I don't know. Him. He's got some. I don't know if you've seen the trailers, but he's got some goofball moments in it too. Yeah, this is true. This but is true. Uh, yeah, I think Will Ferrell like slowly rubs off on him during the movie. It's supposed to be the idea. Yeah, but, yeah. something about dancing like a peacock or something. I, I can't wait for that movie where Will Ferrell rubs off on Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little lukewarm on the whole Will Ferrell thing. I, I do like the Marky Mark factor. Um, the part that intrigues me the most is just the backstory to this whole movie is there was an Oscar bit with Will Ferrell and I forget who he was on stage with but they're just like pointing out people in the audience and saying that they could beat him up and they got to Mark Wahlberg and said oh you're pretty tough I can't take you was kind of the gist of it and that (laughs) spawned the idea from like pairing these two together in a movie Mm -hmm. I just find that that little whimsical moment kind of does that kind of shit is kind of funny to me and I actually haven't I didn't look too closely at the the cast for this, but it's pretty star-studded. Samuel All makes an appearance. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, they're like the, the they're like the badass cops that everyone looks up to in these. Right, two are Michael the Keaton other guys. playing. Yeah, Michael Keaton plays the captain of. Oh, the, Michael the Keaton's crew. in. I'm going. 
Oh, oh next. Now oh, you tell me. He's gotten himself a new agent because I have not heard the words Michael Keaton spoken twice. <laughs> yep. Two years. movies in the same year. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> fantastic for Michael Keaton. Great. Um, right. It should be. It should be an interesting, interesting show. And uh, yeah, that will do it for our Hollywood, Hollywood or Holly Hunters Hollywood Hoopla. Jeff, um, I'm actually. I, really... uh, no, I don't. I don't. I. I. No, I'm, I'm not a patient. I, no, I'm. I'm just out for a while. I. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we lost. I think we lost Jeff. Do you have any gin? <laughs> um, Jeff, we'll have to bring you back after the movie reviews. Um, James, I guess let's let's keep this moving. Technical technical problems on Jeff's end. Uh, James, uh, I guess we'll start with you for movie reviews. Um, I actually have been watching a lot of movies, but movies I've already seen. Uh, as we mentioned, um, Michelle is in town, and uh, she brought her her three daughters with her. So I've been watching uh, the. All the Star Wars series, basically. I've seen five of the six Star Wars movies in the last few <laughs> days, just jam-packed. And this has not been by my urging whatsoever. This is them non-solicited. They're just saying, hey, can we watch the next one? Can we watch the next one? And so I've been humoring them and going along with it. It's been great so far. <laughs> we, we've seen <laughs> we've seen episodes four, five, six, and then one, two in that order. And now we just have to finish it off with the third one. Jesus. And this is in two days? Um, wow, when did we start that? Uh, it's been in a few days, something days, like that. Yeah. Three days. Which brings, yeah. which actually brings something up I completely forgot. One, um, Michelle is older than you, isn't she? Correct. <laughs> Michelle, you are the oldest person on the show now. Congratulations. Yeah. I, uh, I, not, I did not realize that. Damn it. And yes. I, I didn't prep any old jokes. <laughs> I didn't prep any old jokes on the show. Son of a... I, uh, that's interesting. And I'm sorry, I saw talking Star Wars. That was the first thing that came. Yeah, yeah. Now, Michelle, you're, from what I understand, uh, your daughters, my nieces, are interested in Star Wars because everybody in their grade, or at least in one of their one of the girls' particular grade, um, has seen it already. They're all Star Wars crazy, right? Right. Well, all the all the you know boys in her class are huge Star Wars fans, so she knows a lot about the Star Wars movies. So she's been bugging me to watch them for a while. So. Okay. But Brooke, like, she's, you know, yeah, she's Brooke, only four and a half. Four and a half. Right. She's so been the main person. I didn't think she'd be interested. Yeah. yeah. She has she's been the, the main drive, drive behind She's, like, us. sucked right in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been interesting watching this and getting their, you know, perspective on it and what they like about the movie and what they don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> they laugh at Jar Jar Banks for not the for, – <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> It's. I, the, turns out he was he was in there for the kids. Who yeah, knew? Who yeah. knew? Um, and they apparently like Luke because they're always talking about Luke. Where'd Luke go? Blah blah blah. He you know wasn't a main character for me. I was always the Han fan, so it was interesting that. But uh, yeah, they seem to like the first three movies best. But I am swaying them a little bit. I I programmed uh, uh, Michelle's oldest to like Empire the best. We so watched, I'm sorry. Yeah. We watched Star Wars and Empire, and she told me that Star Wars was her favorite so far. And then I told her that I liked Empire and my reasons. And then after we watched the third one, I asked her which one she liked the best, and then she changed her mind to Empire <laughs> and repeated me verbatim yes. the reasoning. It was perfect. Because really, any <laughs> any kid worth her brass is going to say, oh, I like the Ewoks in the third one. Well, and that's what I told her that she would like, and I was given her that out, and she still went with Empire. You said she the said first because the I bad guys win. You said the first three. I assume you mean episode four through six, or no? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, the right. first three we watched were those three. Yep. Okay. And I think it's very cute that you're like you know passing the torch of the generation yes. of Star Wars. That's, and that's very... another thing that came up unsolicited from this experience is 
uh, Audrey said, man, we should have watched these before the other ones because we're watching the new one, or the newest ones now. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting that, you know, it's really affecting her, the chronological order of it. She's- yeah, it was a big, yeah, it was a big issue. We, we were trying to decide what to start with, you know, because, you know, dad wanted to watch them with them too. So like he wanted to watch Star Wars episode four. He didn't want to watch like the newer ones. So, so yeah, so we ended up watching them sort of out of order. I mean, you know, in the order that they were released, but mm-hmm. not in the order that the right. story goes. And so it's been a little confusing, I think, for them. So. Well, don't worry. We can all watch and gather together to watch the new trilogies remade in 20 years. So don't worry. <laughs> uh, it'll, be, it'll be even more confusing when we get to that. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it'll be great. Uh, I guess I will go with with my movie review next. I actually went and saw Dinner for Schmucks uh, mm-hmm. this week. Well, it was really... <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> that was me saying, ooh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that? Uh, right. <laughs> Right. Uh, movie actually released th- this last weekend. It was released on July 30th. And stars uh, Steve Carell and Paul Rudd. I got a – the reason I went and saw it was because I was hoping for an actually legitimately funny movie. It wasn't one of those like, okay, I'm just going to go to the theater. I need something to review, blah, blah, blah. This movie I had hopes for. Zach Galifianakis is in it. You've got Bruce Greenwood who's just cool. He's just cool. I knew Ron, Ron Livingston was going to be in it also. And the previews looked legitimately funny, right, guys? Right? Funny? It was look funny. Oh, um, yeah. Right. So <laughs> it follows Paul Rudd's career, who's pretty much like a well-off. They make jokes about him being like a stockbroker over and over again. He just works in finances. And he's trying to move up the corporate ladder. And if you haven't been able to catch the TV spots or if you didn't follow it, there he pretty much has the position. Um, he's getting a promotion only if this dinner, which includes bringing a friend that's just a total idiot to the dinner, goes well. Um, Bruce Greenwood plays the boss. Uh, Ron Livingston plays a uh, co-worker that's sort of like jealous of him, of Paul Rudd's advancement. Um, you've got a couple other big names in it. Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Clement is, which I think Jeff brought up last week from Despicable Me, who plays just a random guy. He plays a big character in this. He plays his, like, uh, he plays an artist that works with his girlfriend, who is soon to be his wife. Anyhow, um, big points. Paul Rudd plays a complete straight man. I don't think he makes one joke in the complete movie. Like, I think he makes, he makes, makes like, one or two. But I was hoping for some more Paul Rudd love, lovely comedy. Like, yeah, Paul Rudd's like really every comedy. Right, he's, yeah, your everyman kind of guy, and he plays that guy, he just doesn't throw any jokes in there, and I was sort of hoping for some of that. He plays a complete straight man in this, which sort of let me down. Um, Zach Galifianakis plays uh, an idiot friend of Steve Carell, who also plays sort of a eccentric idiot, I, I guess we'll get to, but I was also hoping for a lot more screen time for him, and there's only... I'd say he's in the movie for five or six minutes, which was sort of a letdown because you see him in a lot of the previews. And I I, I should have expected that just because Steve Carell and Paul Rudd are obviously headlining the thing, but um, that was upsetting also. Uh, in general, the movie was pretty funny. Steve Carell does a pretty good job uh, being the majority of the comedy in it. Um, he pretty much plays a guy who's a taxidermist, but he takes dead rats and puts them in like live 
artistry almost like he'll put like dioramas of he rats stages them. yes like he did like <laughs> the, uh the last supper in rats that and it shows him like doing really detailed things and what's really weird about the movie like it's a funny movie but steve carell like slowly reveals his depressing life and some of the jokes are just lost in him saying you know um for instance uh Steve Carell is trying to make it up for Paul Rudd, who ends up like ruining Paul Rudd's relationship with his soon-to-be wife. Uh, and he goes to Zach Galifianakis for help, and Zach Galifianakis is dating Steve Carell's ex-wife, and they talk about it in a way where they reveal that like they make Steve Carell admit to Zach Galifianakis that you know his wife's gone, and it's sort of be, supposed to be a joke, and it just seems like wow, I can't believe they're making a joke about. Zach Galifianakis having pretty much like taking control of Steve Carell's ex-wife. I, I'm sort of losing. I'm sure I'm losing you guys here. It's getting complicated, but um, it's really there. When you watch this movie, you get a deep sense for Steve Carell's like pitifulness, depressing <laughs> life, depressing life in the jokes, and it sort of it makes it unfunny in a couple of places. And um, I actually, I don't know. Like, if you're a Paul Rudd fan. It's sort of depressing. He's not very funny. Zach Galifianakis, where he's there, he's funny. Um, Steve Carell fans, go see it for sure. Seems like but he's in... too over the top in the the trailers. Is that you get that from the movie too, or yeah, he his whole character like he's not constantly like that, but a lot of the movie is is that way with him. And I I, I would say so. Yeah, he he is sort of over the top, and a lot of some of the. I'd say 50% of the comedy is sort of like that nervous social situation comedy that Apto right. does all the time, um, which I know Michelle, by the way, it might be like our resident expert. I think she introduced us all to a lot of that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> um, freaks and I'm geeks. Old. Freaks and geeks. <laughs> yeah, freaks and geeks. I think that was Michelle. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I found it I found it really odd. And uh, Livingston have a big I, role or no? What's that? Ron Livingston. Did he have a big role? I was actually I was happy to see him in the movie again. He plays like the he plays the guy that's already well off, that's sort of like on the level with Bruce Greenwood and Paul Rudd's on the newcomer on his way up, and he competes with Paul Rudd with the biggest idiot. He brings Zach Galifianakis and Paul Rudd brings Steve Carell, and they're sort of like seeing who's cooler. Um, and so uh, is, it, is it supposed to be more of a black comedy or? That's the thing. I think it's supposed to be a straight. There's some physical comedy in it, some silly antics, and some really, like, there's even some, like, raunchy jokes in there. And I really don't think it's supposed to be a black comedy. And that's the thing that makes the Steve Carell stuff sort of weird because his life that you see is really depressing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it came off sort of weird. Uh, but I don't know. I Like, you know, it, it was relatively – it was pretty funny. I went and saw it. And I might recommend this. I actually ended up seeing it solo and I was worried because I ended up sitting like in between a group of, I don't know, they had to be like 15, 16 year old teenagers. Uh, and they were laughing at every single thing. And I think that made it even more funny for me. So maybe it's not as funny as I think it was, but I was like sharing in the laughter with people. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I would take a pass. Like if you haven't seen some of the other movies out there, like, I know there aren't that many other comedies going like Grown Ups. I think is still out, but that movie I wasn't very impressed with either. But um, 
if you're a Steve Carell fan, go see it. Zal Galifianakis, uh, Galifianakis isn't it very much, but go see that. Um, if, you, if you're, again, actually, Netflix streaming plug, if you haven't seen uh, the live show of him at the Purple Onion, it, go check that out. He's hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, I would take a pass. Um, what, one last thing I'll mention, uh, Jermaine Clement has a really big role in this, which um, I didn't actually expect uh, him from uh, Flight of the Concords uh, show. And actually, I didn't notice it was him. I didn't realize it was him until like halfway through. The guy uh, plays like a eccentric artist, and he's pretty funny. He's actually very funny in it. But yeah, anyhow, that, that's it for my my review. And I guess uh, we'll move to uh, Michelle, the first uh, female movie review on the show. All right. Well, I, yeah, and I, it's not a chick flick. <laughs> so, uh, but I did watch. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But I watched uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, which is uh, based on a like um, kids' novel. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I we got it. My my mom and I went shopping for a couple extra kids' movies to have around the house with the girls around, and I thought maybe you know Audrey would like it because she's a big you know Harry Potter fan. And I think this is supposed to be sort of along the lines. I know they they you know touted it as you know a Chris Columbus movie and he directed one of the Harry Potter movies yeah. so they yeah so they were really pushing it the comparisons um, but I didn't know anything about the story going in because I hadn't read any of the books with her but um, it's uh, it's basically like Clash of the Titans like for preteens you know like the light <laughs> the light version of Clash of the Titans because uh, Percy Jackson I mean basically the story is he's the son of a mortal and of um, Poseidon so uh, so he's a demigod but he's not Perseus he's you know Percy so <laughs> it's a little confusing yeah that but, is uh, odd this, this is yeah. exactly like- <laughs> But yeah, but it's the same thing where he thinks he's mortal, but he's really a demigod, and he finds that out because Zeus is accusing him of stealing his lightning bolt, which, you know, is the source of his power, and uh, so the whole movie is about how he gets kind of pulled out of, like, his normal existence and, you know, introduced to this world of gods, and he supposedly has these guys that are kind of watching over him that Poseidon kind of like left in charge to kind of, kind of make sure that he was okay. Cause he couldn't, uh, there's a rule that gods can't interact with their, you know, children for some reason. Right. I don't know why. So anyway, uh, he gets pulled out of his normal life when he finds out that Zeus has it in for him and gets, um, sent to a camp for, demigods yeah so he goes there and the movie is almost worth seeing just to see pierce brosnan in it because he is a centaur so nice. <laughs> <can> imagine <laughs> pierce brosnan with long shaggy hair sorry this movie's still at the house right? uh, yeah oh yeah oh, you can come okay. see it <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, but, I mean, like, it's the same, like, he has to go on a quest, of course, because he, uh, his mom is taken by um, Hades, because Hades wants lightning bolt, because there's, you know, that power struggle. So he, he thinks he has it, so he kidnaps his mom so that he will bring him the lightning bolt. So he has to figure out a way to get into the underworld and save his mom. It's sort of the basis of the story. So there's all these quests that he has to do to get there. And so it's very much like Clash of the Titans, only Clash of the Titans. I mean, the kids in this movie are 
are okay, but the acting made me like long for Sam Worthington's, you know, acting chops. <laughs> like wow. to give you some idea. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was, you know, I think for younger kids, it's just a, sort of a good introduction to all that. There's some cool, you know, there's a minotaur in it, and uh, um, and uh, Uma Thurman plays Medusa, so she's in it. Yeah, there's some yeah. huge names in this movie. You've got yes, Catherine Keener. Some, Is Catherine Keener his Catherine mom? His mom. And she's sort of wasted in this movie. I mean, she doesn't have much of a role in this movie. So, yeah. I mean, okay. she, you know. The- this is going to be awkward, Michelle, but I have to ask yeah. because this is the usual. Okay. This is the usual format. Uh, Rosario uh-huh. Dawson's in it. Is she, <laughs> is she hot in this movie? <laughs> yeah, she uh, <laughs> she plays Persephone, who is Hades' wife. Basically, she's stuck in the underworld with him. So, um, and apparently, she longs for you know other company other than Hades. So, yeah, she's supposed to be like sexy in the movie. So they they play yes. that up. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Steve Coogan, I notice, is Hades. Like, is he, does he make jokes? Like, I know Steve Coogan's not, not always funny, but is Hades, like, doing stand-up or what? Uh, no, no, he's not, he's not funny. But he, I, he doesn't have a very big role in it either. Right. And, I mean, you know, once you've seen Clash of the Titans, because, you know, you and I went to see Clash of the Titans together, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, like, any great movie, but... Compared to, like, once you've seen that, if you see this afterwards, it just kind of pales in comparison. Because, like, the gods, you know, were really cool in that movie. They, like, you know, did some special effects to make them seem godly. Right. And basically the only thing that's different in this movie is they're, like, you know, ten times taller than a normal person. But otherwise they look like a normal person. So, right. I mean, in a toga. So, Talk um, to me a little bit about person. Joey Pants. Yeah, Joey Pants is in this movie. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he plays uh, the stepfather to Percy. So he he's like a total like sleaze bag in the movie. Of so he's Catherine Keener's husband, uh, and you know she she had Poseidon, and then she has Joey Pants. So you can see you can see why Percy's a little like uh, you know why are you hanging out with this guy sort yeah. of thing, but. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he gets his comeuppance at the end of the movie. So nice. at the very end, you have to see like some of the yeah some of the uh, you know scrolling at the end. First well, when you're getting Poseidon, the sloppy seconds, you're going to be in a bad mood. So get, cut him a little <laughs> bit of a break. Yeah. Well, right. I don't. I don't mean to, to drag this on much more, but this is supposed to be modern. Is this is modern day? Or is this yeah. okay? That's no, this what I, I want to make sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, and he teams up with like some other. There's another demigod who's like the daughter of Athena, and so they really hit it off at camp. Played and, by okay. so, they're, so they're like tweeting each other and throwing <laughs> lightning bolts around and stuff like that at the same time. Like they're dealing with modern day technology. Uh, yeah. Well, the camp is very much like you know swords and you know. Um, shields and all that sort of stuff. There's one kid that's introduced that's um, like befriends them at camp, and he like they go to his like tent or whatever, and he's got like an Xbox all set up okay. and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, but uh, yeah, but the by the way, things. Xbox does not uh, oh, sponsor it's not, the show, not, so yeah, yeah, don't bring that up ever again. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we right. can bleep it out this time, but <laughs> cool. So. Yeah. Recommended to people looking to feed their kids another child movie? No? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some, um, 
you know, some serious monster issues in it. So, like, if your kids sort of squeamish towards that. But my kids are all, you know, they've seen, they've seen like Chronicles of Narnia movies and things like that. If you're, if you're in that, that mode, then this, this falls right in line. But the story is not half as good as, you know, going to see Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So. Cool. Uh, that was a pretty good for for a girl. Thank you. For first Thank time. You. That was pretty good. For a girl. <laughs> for a girl. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I don't know how this holds up to the book because I haven't read read these books. So we'll just I'd assume it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Fantastic. Uh, we're yeah. got to wrap this up. We're gonna move on to our Parker Posey play along. Excellent. I, actually, before we start, I uh, Bill. Yeah, Billy's waving his hands. I think Jeff. Jeff's back with us here, I believe. Jeff, are you there? Can Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm, I'm fine, fine. That uh, that Charlie Sheen, really a good guy. Really took a bullet coming back there. I thought you were. I thought you, last time we talked, you were with Robert Downey Jr. What happened to to Robert? Son of a bitch, Benedict Arnold, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, great guy. Great guy, Charlie Sheen. All right, all right, all right, all right. So send the car, send the car. Tell Billy, send the car. Right, right. Uh, I believe it's on its way. Jeff, we're about to do the Parker Posey play-along. Can, do you have a minute to uh, join us, or do you need to take care of some I other business? I have time for my favorite segment. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, to catch people up with uh, the Parker Posey, uh, last week I, I actually brought the question. Fantastic question, if I don't, don't say so myself. Um, uh, the question was, Pretty much Marvel versus DC, and taking a look at it from you know a perspective of movies, not just comics. Because I know we I know we have a lot of comic fans uh, that listen, and we had uh, Jim P on the show, who's also a pretty uh, true to comic fan. Uh, so that was a specific question to you know bring him along. A lot of fantastic answers and a lot of serious thought put into them. So I sort of feel bad picking one over the other. What I do want to mention is we did forget to bring up. Watchmen, which is actually, I really like that movie, and it had a very particular ending, and it actually uh, influenced me to go actually go out and uh, read the graphic novel, which uh, was also very good. Um, but I forgot that on the DC side, so I want to like put that over. I voted Marvel to begin with, and I completely forgot about Watchmen. Uh, very, very important there. And V for Vendetta, I don't think we brought up either on the show. Did we, Jim? I don't remember if we did. No, I don't think we did. Um, but a lot of great answers. I've got to hand it to Jarv and to Jim P for putting out some serious, some serious thought. But uh, a lot of people answered, and I appreciate it. That was awesome. Um, Michelle, I noticed uh, you didn't answer the Parker Posey. Oh, yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I didn't really want to come off as, you know, being uneducated in the whole comic book world. So, right. as well, you know, as much as I have seen some of both DC and Marvel movies, but I, I didn't have a really strong opinion about one or the other. So, <laughs> I decided to defer to right. those experts right. out there. Yeah, Jeff, uh, I noticed you didn't answer the Parker Posey either. Is that due to wherever you are right now? <laughs> I was still busy hitting on Lindsay Lohan. What can I say? All right? it's, <laughs> Which is not all fun and games in here, but it's mostly fun and games. <laughs> Which tells us a lot because I'm pretty sure Lindsay Lohan was in jail the past. <laughs> so interesting. I didn't know they put girls and guys together in jail. That's, that's fantastic. 
<laughs> um, You'll see it on the internet later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm pretty sure somebody has like uh, rights to her jail sentence, like her seven days she served. Like someone's making a biopic about it or something. Well, anyway, anyways, uh, I'm sure you'll be in it, played by Robert Downey Jr. I'm sure you guys are figuring that out right now. Uh, but he's never getting out of that place. I'll tell you what. <laughs> We're gonna hand over uh, the honor of doing the next Parker Posey to Michelle, which we've had guest guests. Uh, on the show do it before but this is definitely the first female to do it so let's uh keep an open mind here people and uh yeah. see how she does so uh Take yeah easy, <laughs> michelle go for it <laughs> all right well with you know movies like the other guys and uh the so you know those bromance bromance movies that are coming out right now i'm getting a little sick of all the guy love and <laughs> so <laughs> what i want to know is what recent on-screen couple has had the best chemistry in like a recent movie because it seems like yeah that everybody's been concentrating on like male friendships and not so much there just hasn't been you know there's movies like Killers and um, you know Night and Day that have been coming out, but I haven't heard anything good. I haven't seen either of those, but I haven't heard anything good about like you know the chemistry on those on those movies. So, what I want to know is, has someone seen a movie recently that has some good on-screen chemistry? And mm. you know, so what, I know this is a little too. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if you know how this works, but I ask questions. You, you know. ask a lot of <laughs> questions, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. I get so, it. <laughs> this is a little intense, but do you what you got a problem with same sex same sex marriages? Because I was going to bring up Sherlock Holmes because Jude Law and Robert <laughs> are fantastic in that as a couple for sure. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like it's all been you know like the, the bromance. <laughs> it's the era of the bromance. So that's all I can say. You know. So, so you want romantic? I want some yeah some romance, not bromance. So okay. yeah. So I want to wow. I want to hear some suggestions. So. It really took me. I mean, I had to really think about anything recent. I had to. I had to go back to about like 2005 and pick up Pride and Prejudice. So my answer is uh, Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden from Wow Pride and Prejudice. That was 2005. That's five years ago. I know you're talking, <laughs> but I'm just hearing wow, 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 wow. I heard Pride oh, and Prejudice. Wow, 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 wow. Kira Knightley. Wow, 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 wow. Is <laughs> fantastic yeah yeah which they were great in that movie like i i didn't think i didn't think i would like it but um i think they were a good whoever cast them together was yeah doing their job so interesting yeah but you know and there's certainly some classic couples that you know that heat up the screen you know i thought that there were lots you know there's lots of good classic couples but i'm thinking something you know recent in the last right you know five ten years at least so uh, James, do you want to go or do you... <laughs> I like? I have some. See, my, my goal was to stump you guys, so right, right. yeah. So I put you on the spot, see if you could come up with anything. Oh yeah, how about right. Bella and Edward? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I was gonna bring up Twilight as a joke, uh, but from what I hear, they're just electric together. So, uh, all right, well, see, I have not watched any of the Twilight movies or read the books, so I don't have an opinion. Yeah, one way. Yeah. But so I can be missing out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. What was that? You can guess. She forgot to say yet. Oh, yet. Yet. I haven't seen them. That's true. No, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really into the big vampire thing. So yeah, this is tough. I'm I'm obviously missing out. 
This might be the first time I have an answer that I haven't seen, but I have read so legal? many good... <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Um, but I've read so many good things about uh, John C. Riley and uh, uh, Marissa Tomei and Marissa Cyrus. Tomei. And... It looks like a fantastic. It looks like a fantastic movie. I'm sure they're fantastic together. I don't have a very good answer. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say Jonah Hex with Megan Fox and Jim's boy Josh Brolin, but uh, <laughs> these are difficult things we have to decide here. And like, I'm, movies I've seen that have like girl boy relationships. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks was one. A Team. I'm trying to think of like really recent. A Team was one. Um, what? Yeah, I know. These are these are. Wait, A Team had like romance in it. Sort of. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't the main... Okay, all right. We're looking for main pairs then. All right, all right. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I'm not talking about, like, ten minutes on screen, you know? Were there, like, the main, like, focus? Okay, the all right. Movie? Their relationship's the main thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Inception, sort of. Not so much. Although it sort of, you know, sort of revolves around their relationship. This is tough. Uh, Jeff, do you have an answer? Sex in the City, maybe? <laughs> uh, I'm asking my 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 fellow uh, um, patients here uh, what, what what they think. Uh, they they just stepped out of a bar, so everybody's everybody's thinking hard. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with um, Sean Penn and um, James Franco in Milk. <laughs> we just talked. Them. Okay, all right, all right. That's At least fantastic. it's romance. At least it's romance. <laughs> Yeah, they were good <laughs> together. I saw that movie. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff yeah. actually that's, reviewed that, that movie. That's scene is what we're looking for here. James, James, um, do you have an answer? Um, not really. The best thing I could come up was that I saw, and I can't even remember the name of it, the Ryan Reynolds movie, where he talked about his past real relationships, and he's trying to tell his daughter who his his her birth mother was and i i don't know if it's just because i'm a big ryan reynolds fan i just thought that he played well with all three participants on that one so that was the best i could do on on this i'm struggling though the and what the heck is the name of the movie i i don't know but i definitely maybe i think is the name of it oh yeah yeah didn't you review that you reviewed that movie didn't you uh, it's possible. Considering <laughs> I've seen it, um, <laughs> I keep thinking of movies that don't just focus on the two people. Um, like I was, for some reason, I keep on thinking like Watchmen comes to mind. Probably because we were just talking about Watchmen. Jeff, a good one for you, which is a while well, back. I've ever heard those two people had no chemistry whatsoever. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> what comes to mind, Jeff? A good answer for you, which has been a while. Was it the Fountain of Youth? Is that what it was called? The Fountain is what it was called. Wasn't that just based on? Uh, oh, that is a good answer. Yeah, they had they had real. Um, what's his name? Hugh Jackman and yeah. Rachel Weisz. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That's that's a good answer. Pretty much them going through time together of all of all things. Um, man, I don't. Uh, this is pretty tough. good. This is tough. I don't. I don't know what I'd pick. I'm having a serious issue here. Sandra Bullock and Keanu yeah, Reeves said... in the Lake House is still open if you want that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said Ryan Reynolds, I thought you were going to come up with a proposal with Sandra Bullock, no, which I've, they did pretty well I together. I haven't seen that movie, so I can't speak to it. Okay. Yeah. Michelle, it sounds like yeah. you a lot more chick flicks than you 
I would have said Helena Bonham Carter and Edward Norton in uh, Fight Club. There, there was a lot of tension there, and it was really, it was like intense. And, like it was a, it, it, it was a hot. It was a, uh, there was a lot of friction, but it was, a, it was, a, it was a hot friction. <laughs> that's what happens when friction, with, with friction comes heat. With friction comes heat, man. That's that's how it works. Yeah, you know, uh, Michelle, I've been stumped once before, I believe, and this might be it because I can't think of anything where it's just you know, girl guy relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I thought- yeah, I'm happy I heard, thought of the fountain, even though I haven't seen it. And I'm happy I've heard of Cyrus, <laughs> thought of Cyrus, even though I haven't seen it. But I can't. Yeah, I'm wondering about Cyrus. Dan went to see Cyrus, and he really liked it. But I don't know. I mean, if it's really that. I mean, it seemed like more about the relationship between the, the three boy of them. And the, yeah, the three. Yeah, or the, yeah, right, or the three of them. So, yeah. So what more than, yeah, the two of them. But I thought uh, Jim might have come up with um, the movie once because I know he really liked that. Yeah, with that was uh, good. Glenn or, oh. or Keta or Glova. Yeah. I've got one. I've yeah. got one. I totally I totally just scored one. Um, movie we recently watched, which I actually wasn't that impressed with, but the relationship actually isn't that bad. Uh, Crazy Heart, which Jeff and I just recently watched. Oh, uh-huh. um, surprised that it was so much Oscar material, but – um, you've got Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jeff Bridges acting together as sort of a girl, a girl boy that don't end up together in the end, which was a nice touch. But I think their relationship relationship was pretty good. Um, the, between each other, like they had a some serious ups and downs relationship throughout the movie. And even though that their age is so different, I don't think they were implying it in the movie, but in reality, it is. Um, I think it went pretty well. And I, I actually, I would go see that movie just for that if you haven't seen it yet um but yeah jeff you would agree with me yeah agree yeah sign on i'm changing my answer again the answer is of course <laughs> lost in translation with bill Ooh, murray that's really good that's that's a uh, long time ago. that's really yeah good. i don't know if that makes the 10-year cutoff oh <laughs> uh, any well, it came out within the last 10 years yeah i think yeah, it okay. came like 2003 uh or four <laughs> 2003 Right, but, uh, but yeah, no. But anyway, no, no more answers for me. Yeah, a, a fantastic, a fantastic question. Uh, we'll bring it up at uh, gungabit.com and put it on the movie hour page on Facebook. Uh, Michelle, if you can just uh, state it one more time for uh, prudence's sake. Sure. In, in in the age of bromance, what recent on-screen couple has had the best chemistry? Awesome. Uh, again, it'll be on the boards. Thank you so much for your participation uh, on the boards, listening. It's awesome. Uh, P.S. Lost in Translation came out in 2003, so Jeff's still in the realm. All right, all right. Realm of goodness. It qualifies. Yeah, it qualifies. Uh, so, yeah, we'll put it there. Jeff, I, I guess you'll be the first one. We're probably going to have to let you go. It sounds I, I hear a little bit of ruckus going on back there. Uh, good luck. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you back soon. Stay healthy, all right? Yeah, everybody – as fast as you can to come get me. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> take care. Take care. Uh, Michelle, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a fantastic birthday episode, and I'm happy you're here for it. Thank you. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, hey. Greg. And I uh, hey. hope everyone enjoyed. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. And happy you. birthday, Katie, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We haven't mentioned. You're twin. I don't, yeah, I don't think many people know that I'm a twin, and Katie's out there uh, also having a fantastic birthday, I'm sure. Yeah, thank you both for joining us, James. Of course, thank you for the input. The Ray Liotta's Birthday Bonanza Movie Hour. Fantastic. See you later. Bye, everyone.